It's DTS82. The Division Beta came out. A new Bungie CEO is in place, and we learned about Crimson Doubles. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. What's up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my awesome co-host, Diddy. How was your week? I've heard it's pretty warm down in Texas right now. Weather report from northern Texas is 75 degrees. Nice and sunny. It's a little bit breezy, so that's kind of nice, so it's not just bearing down on with sun, but it is really, really good weather outside right now. Dude, excellent. That's amazing to hear. We're pretty, like, decent here but i'm ready i'm ready for spring i i like <laughs> spring and summer a lot more i played kingdom hearts 1.5 this week i'm really close to beating it what a freaking cool game i played it when i was a kid obviously and like i cannot fathom the disney executive who greenlit that project when they pitched it all right final fantasy characters disney worlds and it works like <laughs> how how like i don't even think that could happen this day and age you know i can't wait until kingdom hearts 3 comes out that's one of the main reasons i got a playstation 4 because i love that series so much Mm -hmm. and they should have star wars characters because star wars is now owned by disney and so we're gonna get a lightsaber keyblade that's brilliant that's absolutely ah very cool (laughs) did did you play any destiny this week did you hang out with flynn what's the word Uh, I didn't get to, I mainly played with Flynn this week. Uh, didn't get to, a chance to play some Destiny. Um, I did have some suggestions about some Iron Banner Rift going on. You know, meet a multi-tool max agility hunters. Oh my gosh, I I wanted to do that, but uh, I just didn't get the chance. Uh, but Crimson Doubles next week I should have a chance to do. Uh, maybe get some gameplay up on the YouTube channel because I haven't been active over there. <laughs> and I need some Destiny content up there now. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, one of the things that I noticed playing Rift this week, connections were obviously a huge step above what they previously were. Really? I, I really enjoy the changes that they're making. Still had some difficult matches, had easy matches. It felt closer to year one. Overall, I hope they spread those changes out to the other playlists. And then, you know, can we talk real quickly about the Division beta before we hop into the news? Sure. So I played the Division beta, and I'm going to be playing it a little bit more after uh, we finish this recording. I wanted to mention, like, the Division's relationship to Destiny. Why are Destiny players, content creators, and streamers paying such close attention to this game? And it's because a lot of people see similarities between the two. RPG, kind of this hybrid MMO, you're always online, and you shoot stuff, and you loot stuff. After spending time with the beta, my initial feedback is it is night and day different from Destiny. Now, there are things that it does pretty well that I think our ideas could absolutely transfer over into Destiny. But in terms of the way the actual gameplay feels, they are so different. You can't compare them. I think you tweeted about it this week, right? Yeah, because I had heard a lot of, like, before this Division beta came out, I said, oh, the Division's going to take all of Destiny's players because it's way better in every way. And then as the beta started to come out and people were saying, I'm going to go back to Destiny because it it just plays so much different and I like that more. You know, that's not to say that the Division is bad. It's just completely different. So that's kind of really interesting to see that comparison. Now that the game has come out, people are actually playing it. They're like, oh, this is the kind of game that Division is, and I really like it, or I really don't like it. I'm going to go back to Destiny, or Destiny is 
I don't know. That's just my game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're so stinking different. No, no one is going to really kill one another, and the division <laughs> is going to be a great diversion for myself. I'm looking forward to it, but it's it's not taking that place. It's not filling the role that Destiny does. The length of the beta is pretty short, actually. You have one main PVE mission. Really beautiful assets. I mean, exploring New York is. That's what I had the most fun because there are so many little bits of detail everywhere. And that initial mission, I couldn't believe how many assets and objects were in the pathway of the player that you got to move through. Just, I mean, you go, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's it's really quite cool. Uh, but after that one mission, all that's left is to really sort of explore the part of the map that they let us have access to and then go into the dark zone. One of the things that I found a little bit unique is since it's an RPG, you have enemies who are like elites or, you know, like stronger boss type mobs and they're still humans and they don't have much visible armor. So you're like just dumping bullets into their head. And in this Mm. kind of military world where you've got an AR and you're just blasting some dude in the head with these rounds it kind of breaks the atmosphere if they don't have like a mech suit on why can this guy take six clips <laughs> to kill yeah it's i guess one of the the pills you'll have to swallow um they have bases one of the first things that you actually go to is your own home base and the interior of it changes as you add and bring people back and research more and i thought that's really cool the appearance of the base is unique to each player and the progression level that the base is at. I don't know if there's going to be individual bases that you can have outside of it. Like, my ideal world is, hey, there's 30 different bases in the city that you choose which one you want to have. And when you're in a party, hey, come check out my home. That is an idea that is really cool and I'd love to see in Destiny. You know, we've mentioned it here before. Bring another player into your trophy case base. <laughs> Yeah, or like a guild house almost. Absolutely. There's a crafting table for uh, augmenting your weapon, way in-depth ability trees, and the base development that you put in, like the more resources and time you spend developing your bases has an effect on the abilities that are available. The city's really, really detailed. There's real-time weather transitions and lighting transitions, so it goes from night to day, and you'll have fog blow in, you'll have snowfall. Just drop dead gorgeous in that... uh, whatever in that space (laughs) there's a matchmaking laptop that's the main thing i want to end here with right after you get off the helicopter at the start of the beta you walk past this big base and they have a little laptop kiosk that you can access as a player if you're solo and it gives you the option of queuing up for uh, patrol or queuing up for the dark zone so you it will matchmake you with other players who are looking to complete a similar activity and it was so clear right at the very beginning of the entire beta hey if I'm looking for teammates to complete the mission or if I'm looking for teammates to complete some Dark Zone stuff, I can go to this kiosk and I can do it. Bungie, look at that. Implement <laughs> it. Do that. Come on. In-game, built-in LFG. It was yeah. that and simple. Do we know the different game types or game modes of the division yet? Like Destiny it's, it's, has strikes, story modes, raids. Do we know? It's PvE, which are mission content, and then there's the Dark Zone. That's the only main distinction that I know of currently. There isn't a set PvP mode where you queue up, you go into Dark Zone, and if you want to, they've got a whole Renegade system built in there, but it's not like I select PvP playlist to go PvP. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see some type of Darkness Zone implemented into into Destiny. And 
for for the PVP side of that wilderness zone, the dark zone, excuse me, uh, there's there are some elements in play in previous games that have that kind of idea. You know, if you're a max level character, you can't just sit outside and kill level three players as they come in because there's yet to be a certain depth in the wild or the dark zone to in order to attack that person. So if there's like a 20 level difference, you have to be at least level 20 wild. I would love to see some type of area where there's both PVE and PVP content available for players like that. Yeah, Dark Zone, to give some reference, it's an area in the game you enter into, and at that point, it's like free game. The best loot is in there, there's really powerful mobs in there, and then there's, of course, other players. And when you come across other players, you have the options to either work together with them, or avoid them, or shoot them. And (laughs) if they have looted some sweet piece of gear in the Dark Zone and you shoot them, you can take that piece of gear. Well, if you kill them, of course. And you get marked as a renegade if you do that. And if you start killing like too many people, I think you have to survive for like four minutes or five minutes, something like mm-hmm. that. I honestly need to spend more time in the dark zone. So guys, if I'm saying a few things off, I'm just giving the general idea here. But it's a really, that's what is going to be the unique hook of the division is you and your three friends, once you get powerful, going into these darkness encounters and let's say you spend 25 minutes and you get this rare mob kill you pick up an item and then you're trying to get out of there another group of renegades comes across you you break out into this firefight and there's a real tension on the line because you don't want to lose that item that you just worked hard for <laughs> that's the magic of the game it's almost a survival game element when you run across another player like are we going to kill each other are we just going to move <laughs> along are we i mean it's as a solo player, when you go into the dark zone, it's terrifying. You try and avoid everybody. You're like, okay, stay away from me, stay away, because mm-hmm. you will get just rock 'em socked if <laughs> if they see you. Like, I would hope there's some elements in place where, like I've said this before, I played old school RuneScape, um, and that's where I've encountered the wild. And so, like I was at level forty seven wild, so. And like my character was maybe level 70 something and this level 40 something decked out in all this awesome gear just ran up to me and started attacking me. And I just had um, this two-handed steel sword, which steel is not very good. It would be like a blue in Destiny. Yeah. And he just started attacking me and I'm just like, I'm trying to uh, enhance my prayer level. So I was killing mobs that were only in level 47 wild to get their bones and I could bury the bones and level up my prayer level or whatever Mm -hmm. and he just started attacking me and so i started fighting him and i actually beat him (laughs) Mm, (laughs) it's actually really funny but there was an element in place where if you died in the wild um if you had the skull if you were marked like a renegade or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. division if you were marked you would lose everything Mm. but and the only reason you would become marked is if you attacked that person yeah um so since um i didn't and like he had a friend with him but i was 1v1ing that guy and it wasn't like a team thing uh, but as soon as i killed his friend he killed me and i got to keep my three most expensive pieces of loot because yeah. i was the victim there and so there was an element in place where you got to keep your three most expensive things but you lost everything else hmm. that you had acquired so i think that some type of system like that i hope that would be in play for people looting other players Come on, Destiny 2. Look at these ideas. (laughs) These are pretty cool. Long story short, I'm really excited for The Division after playing the beta. And I think Destiny players should give it a go. It's not going to be a replacement. They are so ridiculously different. But all right, let's hop into the news, man. News! 
news. First up in the news, Bungie has a new CEO, and I quote from the Bungie post that went out earlier this week. Today, Bungie's board of directors announced that it has appointed Pete Parsons to the role of chief executive officer, and that Harold Ryan will be stepping down from his position as studio president. As CEO, Parsons will be tasked with leading the talented Bungie team as they continue to develop great Destiny experiences. Here are a few words from Pete. I want to personally thank Harold for his friendship, passion, hard work, and dedication in helping make Bungie the great company it is today. As a team, we celebrated many victories and weathered many storms. To the players of Destiny, I want you to know that my number one priority and Bungie's is and always has been to deliver great games that we can all share together. I believe that Destiny is a one-of-a-kind experience. I also believe you have yet to see our studio's best work. My new role here at the studio will be entirely focused on fulfilling that promise. This is yet another new beginning and a new challenge for our studio. We remain committed to creating great experiences in Destiny. End quote. All right, so initial thoughts, Diddy. I don't think there's a whole ton to read into this, but Harold Ryan has been at Bungie since 2000. We don't know if he's going to move into a different place in Bungie or if he's leaving the company altogether. And also, um, Parsons was the chief operating officer, so he's from within Bungie as well. Right, and I think um, I think I heard through the grapevine somewhere that um, the guy stepped down, who stepped down, is going to remain on the board of directors at Bungie. So he's still going to be involved with the company. I don't think he's leaving altogether. Um, but I think this is uh, indicative of some of the communication troubles that we were ha- having this last month or so. It's definitely it's shedding some light on the situation at Bungie internal. Um, so I think I'm looking forward to this next year as with the new CEO. Hopefully we can uh, or he can. Uh, motivate the Bungie team to fulfill on some of those promises. Hopefully. We'll see what uh, what happens. We'll give him a report card next year. Yeah, obviously some legality <laughs> red tape that these guys have been probably jump roping through the last mm-hmm. few months. I don't think there's a whole lot to read into this other than, all right, cool, let's see what's up next. You so kindly, Diddy, sent me this next link from Reddit. What's it all about? It was just... Uh, it, the title is a reminder it's been four and a half months since any pve contact content we've driven this into the ground but the reason i wanted to mention this is because it had a really nice perspective in the post mm-hmm. he says um, this is from ben 826 by the way he says just to put it into perspective four and a half months after the dark below we got our first sneak peek at house of wolves four and a half months after house of wolves we were playing the taken king it's been four and a half months since any update on any new content, and without any sort of roadmap or expectation, we're left wandering in the dark. So it's just a, a nice little perspective to put it in, you know, thinking back last year, Dark Below, we're getting really dry out of content, but we had that little nugget of information. That was really nice. So hopefully next week we'll be able to see some little nugget of information coming out of Bungie for future content. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to that bigger ticket content stuff that they'll announce soon i'd pve content we've driven it into the ground like you said we'd love it but bungie weekly updates first of all the matchmaking changes that went into place in rift as a too long didn't read update bungie responded to the complaints of the skill-based matchmaking changes that occurred with the december patch if you've not been paying attention check out our show from two weeks ago 
and they're working on improving connections in PvP. So on Wednesday in Rift, the Iron Banner playlist this last week, they deployed a new update that prioritized connection a bit more than the skill-based matchmaking in an effort to reduce latency. They also um, deployed another change on Thursday, and they also did like a mini like two-hour window where they were testing some more changes. But essentially, the matchmaking team is working on updates to improve connections, and they're looking for player feedback. I noticed a lot of improvements in Rift. Uh, it's not not perfect, but it is a lot better. I'm going to read here from design lead Lars Bakken. He says, from early reports, it looks like reactions to our first salvo of matchmaking updates have been pretty positive. There are still issues for sure, but even after a few hours of data, we were noticing good things. That's why I was ecstatic when the matchmaking team said they thought they could do even more yesterday. The plan is to keep looking at data, listen to the community, keep you updated, and see how much more we can do to make the experience better. Of course, the end goal has always been to push this out our other playlists so that they can share in the love. We'll do that when we feel like we have a good solution we're happy with. More to come on that once we have a solid plan. Much love goes out to the internal matchmaking team for working so tirelessly on this problem, as well as the Guardians who have played their own role in the process. Thanks all. So there is no timeline right now when these changes are going to make their way into other playlists. It's only active in the Iron Banner Rift playlist. Uh, I want it in the other playlist as soon as possible. But you know what, Diddy? What do you bet on Monday night they send out some update? Because that's DTS luck, isn't it? Yeah, it's just DTS luck that as like the day before we release this podcast and say, oh, I haven't confirmed anything yet. They confirm it the day before we launch it. After and we record on Sundays, it. just as an <laughs> FYI to new listeners. So it's it's a common practice. The Taken King trailer came out on a monday do you remember that is monday night we're like oh my gosh we have to re-record the whole show yeah <laughs> basically but i think it was really cool last week of bungie to do those two matchmaking updates and they communicated with us i think yep. that was really nice to yep. have that little short blurb but it was just still an update you know i would be more than happy to have one paragraph every other day this for the rest of whenever in destiny as opposed to a weekly update uh, that gives us information once a month. You know? Totally, totally. These back and forth things, it incentivized Rift, by the way. I mean, I guarantee you the population for Iron Banner Rift skyrocketed for all the people <laughs> who read that poster like, I'm going in, I'm doing it. By the way, I did not mind Rift. I kind of complained about it last week. Didn't mind it. Yeah, I had a lot of Mercy games where we got steamrolled in two or three minutes. But overall... It's a cool game type that I've kind of forgotten about since probably November. I just stopped playing that playlist, you know? Did you ever encounter any Twilight Garrison Titans that just evaded everything and killed you? Yeah, but more importantly, <laughs> I'm encountering a lot of really skilled Shade Step hunters. Oh, oh my gosh. There's this there's this glitch with the Shade Step where it, like you kind of jump and then shade step in the air and it's like you do a little wall run flip and that you just can't be it's hit. like it's a little backflip looking thing right yeah exactly yeah. it's pretty crazy it's really good i found myself getting outplayed by so many people and getting so salty i'm like fine well, i'm gonna put my storm color on there <laughs> <laughs> all right crimson doubles dude it's one week only what's the playlist about and uh, what's like the gimmick what's the hook of this pvp playlist all about teamwork and so let me find it here when basically when one, when your teammate dies you get this buff that gives you like extra movement speed and extra reload speed or whatever until your teammate respawns 
yeah, senior design um, designer on Crimson Doubles, Leaf Johansson, said, When your teammate dies, you become enraged with a broken heart buff. When you find yourself alone in the fight, you gain maximum ratings for armor, agility, recovery, and weapon handling speed. Hearing Bungie devs swear vengeance for their beloved Crimson partners during playtests sealed the deal for me, end quote. So I this really, is interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing this in my head. So it's most likely a revive playlist. It is. It's an it's elimination. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you can just have your teammate die. And if you're like the best player ever, you yeah. just become this juggernaut and kill the other mm-hmm. two people. It's a great idea. I, I really... strategy. Strats, bro. <laughs> kind of juggernaut-esque, but only mm-hmm. it's like juggernaut doubles, I, I guess. And it's so... It's a great <laughs> Valentine's what if, theme. What if... Oh, my gosh. I guess it would these pictures what if you just start glowing red with you, you probably the, with do buff that would be so cool there's going to be some like, visual indication dude like guarantee it yeah there's going to have to be and some audio effect like maybe the the skull loss um mines arm i don't know it's <laughs> i don't know one one week only one week only is uh, uh i don't know what to think i don't know what to think with, of that man Without the roadmap of what's coming in the future, and since this is our smaller event for February, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. If they turn Sparrow Racing League back on uh, for March or whatever, while well, they get the big content out out for April, something like that. Um, but it, the one week doesn't sound good enough because we don't know what's after it. You know, there's going to be so much chance for movie of the week potential here when your your valentine date dies and you just let out this cry no the new emotes too yeah coming out yeah hotline bling the drake oh my gosh i (laughs) i am going you're gonna throw money at the screen you're gonna gonna throw money at the screen aren't you Yeah, I guess we should uh, mention that there's a chance for uh, the items to drop up to 320, the items being two ghost shells. There's an emblem. There's two shaders. The ghost shells, um, one's chocolate and one's like red with glitters and stuff. It's it's charming. You know what else? New Monarchy. The, the pictures that they're using, the guys have like the appellant hand cannon and the New Monarchy I think it's an auto rifle, and I'm a new monarchy lover. So when I see this stuff, I'm like, all right, it's right. Dude, we are so dumb. The top picture of the Bungie Weekly update is two guardians glowing red. So when you have that broken heart buff, you get a glowing red thing. Well, it's sure. on that crimson. They've got screenshots of it on the Crimson Days um, page as well, like multiple screenshots of it. You, you kind of have this glittery red thingy. What if you could know. purchase armor effects like in Reach? And you could choose one of those. That would be so cool. Like the taint from Skolas. Yeah. Or the Relic Runner or that. Yes, please. Let's do please. that. There's also the Crimson Connection. And it's a like little candy that you can get from the event. When a Guardian consumes a Crimson Candy, they share a Crimson Connection with all of the other members in their current <laughs> fire team that boosts experience gain on all equipped weapons for 30 minutes. I like the idea, but just added a rep buff to it as well because i don't give a rip about weapons experience at this point i've got i'm swimming in moats and if i want to level a a weapon up i'll do it like that but give me that rep buff give me Mm -hmm. some sort of push towards new monarchy because it takes forever now yeah for sure there is um a couple other emotes other than the um 
Hotline Bling one. There's a fist bump. There's, I can't tell from the picture, but it looks kind of like a Napoleon Dynamite dance where he like throws his arms to his side and walks backwards. I was wondering what that was. Do you see the one where the two guardians like put their hands together? I think it's going to be like the hands come together. It's a love five. You do the hands together and then the fingers spread and it goes into like the holy hand lock (laughs) thing. So we call that a love five. All right. I'm excited. Uh, It's cool, right? Yeah, it is cool. All right. Movie of the week. What is it? Solo Skolas as a Titan, melee only. I didn't watch it. I'm going to watch it like after this, but you said it's, it's ri- nuts. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing over and over again, but just think about Skolas. Skolas was so hard when it first came out, and yeah, people got the hang of it because it was new content. You know, it takes a couple weeks for people to get used to it, but it's still really hard to have that level of communication for Skolas. And this dude just does it by himself. It's War Machine PT, by the way. War Machine PT. It's so cool. And so when I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, what what does he do for the taint? How does he deal with the taint? Because the person Hmm. with the taint dies after the time runs out. Yeah. And then he whips out the sword. And I'm like, ah, genius. Uh, And he just blocks it. (laughs) Swords are OP, dude. Swords are sick. That is such an awesome addition. They can block the taint and they can block the oversoul in Crota's End. So... You can do all sorts of crazy stuff in PvP with them. I don't know if you've ever watched any of the montages, but... All right, that's a good weekly update. I'm going to read uh, Deej's final words at the bottom of the update. He says, The February update includes more than Crimson Days. There are more bullets. We'll be firing to impact the quality of your Guardian lifestyle. Pay us a visit next week for a preview. Your faithful community team pledges to lead the conversation as we support the game we are playing now and bring you along as the world you know changes. Okay, so Diddy... I think they were keenly aware of the backlash over the skill-based matchmaking thing. Yes. And I think they're also aware the fuse is short with most of the community. At this point, (laughs) we want to know what on earth is next. February is just about here. What is next? What do you think some of the other things that will be in the February update are for the quality of life and timeline? If you had to make a guess, when do we see the reveal of the big ticket content? Um, the big ticket content is going to be April, May. That's the reveal or, or the release. Okay. So if it's the reveal, March, April, I would say, I would say, I think we're going to see Sparrow Racing League come back before the next big ticket. Oh, the salt. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to do updated, hopefully a different map for Sparrow Racing League. Um, they're going to do updated settings as well, uh, but that's what I predict. Also, I think maybe another Iron Banner before then. Um, but for the next big ticket item, I think it's going to be along the lines of like a Prison of Elders. Not exactly Prison of Elders, but it w- I think it would be a three-man fire team type of thing. Because those are, yeah. I think would just be easier to do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what... Uh, they have the system in place to do prison of elders type stuff but then again i don't understand how their tools work whatsoever so me saying that might just be total bs and they're like no the manpower required to create these is far more than what you think i do want to mention that e3 is june 14th through the 16th of this year so it's mid-june and e3 always plays a big role with destiny announcements my initial guess is i think you're correct i think sometime in march 
we're going to hear, or maybe late February, hear about this big ticket next giant community update thingy that's going to arrive in or around E3 to get the hype up. And then at E3, we're going to find out what's coming for this year in Destiny. Is it another Taken King-esque expansion in September as we wait for Destiny 2, spring 2017? Or do they just announce Destiny 2 at E3? Or are all of the above completely inaccurate? Or if they want to throw everybody for a loop, do a Taken King-style expansion this year in September, and then Destiny 2 comes out March or April of next year. Yeah, I mean, like, I was thinking about this, though, like, not to cut you off, but just, just it fits into your point. That cut Mars raid and that cut Europa content, What is? why would we assume that stuff could just magically make its way into Destiny 2? That it would work in Destiny 2's infrastructure, you know? Yeah, it's... I don't know. I mean, yeah, it is planned. I guess it was planned at one point. It is an idea at some point, obviously. So when are we going to get it? Is it going to be the next Dead Taken, the next Taken King expansion is going to be that one raid, Mars, Europa, whatever. And then, I don't know, I think I think realistically, Destiny 2 could come out quarter two of next year, April, May, something like that. I think that would that could be realistic, to be honest. Just break the timeline. The Taken Queen starring Eris Morn. No, no, no. Uh, Mara Sav coming back. <laughs> or it's actually Tess. It's been Tess all along. We've been funding her <laughs> evil plans, and now she's created an army with our emote money. Thanks a lot, community. <laughs> a clone Look what army. you did. <gasps> Nor I want Deej's revenge. I think that would be great. The revenge of Dinklebot. Oh, I said Deej's revenge. Doggone it. I meant Dinklebot's revenge. I'm going to edit this to make it a better joke, Diddy. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay, fine. Fine. You guys get to hear my real joke fail <laughs> live and direct. I think that's going to do it for this week. Any closing thoughts? No, no closing thoughts. My closing thought actually is going to be this. Someone needs to super or put Deej's face on like Fogoth and mm-hmm. just have the motion tracked face of Deej <laughs> for the whole boss fight. <laughs> the Revenge of Deej. Movie of the week. Where can people find your content? <laughs> Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Remember to follow us over on Destiny the Show. That is at Destiny the Show on Twitter. It's the same thing for our Twitch channel. Check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com for all the best stat tracking in the Destiny universe. DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. You can follow me at BBKDragoon on both Twitter and YouTube. Guardians, have a great week. Find your Valentine, because Crimson Doubles is coming up soon. We'll talk with you next time.